This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go with the part of the program that devotes itself to topics worthy of discussion. For Pizzaville, pound 3636. And with us, our panel includes Peter Sherman, broadcaster, businessman, and former conservative MPP. The Shermanators in the house. The Shermanators in the house. Good to see you, John. And it's a great day for talk radio. Thank you, my friend. Good to see you. Tom Parkin, columnist with a bluntly social democratic point of view back with us. How's Thomas? Good, thank you. How are you? Good to have you here. All thank right. you. Uh, and Stephen Holliday, the deputy mayor and counselor for Ward 2 at Tobacco Center. Stephen, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Always a pleasure to be here. Well, you know... Uh, I like the fact that you're here. It's timely because your colleague on council, Joe Cressy, was sounding the alarm yesterday uh, when it comes to cuts to public health by the province. Uh, They say a billion over 10 years. Of course, Christine Elliott, uh, the minister in charge, disputes that says it's less than one third of one percent of the the budget uh, of the city, which I guess is about 11 billion and change. So uh, do the math on that. It's not a billion dollars. But Joe Cressy, uh, he's the board of health chair, as you know. He said some rather dire things. Give a listen. The programs Toronto Public Health runs are in every single corner of our city. They impact the lives of every single Torontonian in our city. And I say this without one ounce of exaggeration. Because of these cuts, Torontonians will die. All right. So there's going to be blood on the hands of the Premier, Christine Elliott, and so on and so forth. Is that exaggeration or is he all around the net? Well, it's a great media clip and it's got us talking. There's a lot of fire and brimstone But I do have the feeling we just got punked. There's a lot of money at play here. Um, We're hearing uh, numbers anywhere from uh, $60, $80 million plus, which is not uh, an easy hole to fill in Toronto's budget. Um, I I think people are so surprised. They're trying to understand exactly what this means. There's a lot in public health. There are core programs, things like restaurant inspections, uh, tracking of vaccinations, uh, sentinel monitoring of, of health trends. I'm not sure why this is the fight that the province chose to take on right at this juncture. All it takes is one public health incident to go on, and you've just given the left the the, the ammunition to go at the, govern, the government on it. Um, that said, you know, I'm, I'm always been a critic of some of the public health programs. Um, people know I don't agree with all the things like student nutrition programs, and these are things that the city has elected to take on. Um, we could debate all day what the merits are of these programs, but some of them are elective in nature. I guess the problem we have right now is we don't know what these cuts mean. We don't know if they're targeted, and I wish they came with more specifics so we understand exactly what the province is trying to achieve. But across the board, CHOP, mid-year, retroactive, is a tough thing for the the city to deal with, especially after we've just gone through a budget process and we fixed our tax rates. All right. Well, yeah, you know, uh, so it's, uh, I guess, a multi-headed hydra here that we have to address. But Sherman, I'll ask you. So there's a political liability to doing this, whereas uh, the minister is suggesting it's, I don't want to say minuscule because that's not the word she used, but it's smaller than being projected. And to Stephen's point, well, uh, you know, the things that are involved here, the, the argument from the province is you can make up the funding. Toronto can find the wherewithal to finance these things like, you know, inspections of restaurants with the green pass cards in the window and so on and so on, and track vaccinations. So uh, on that question, though, do you think it's a political liability? The government, the provincial government should not have announced these cutbacks, whatever the number? 
I think it's a political liability for the government to to uh, discontinue making unpopular announcements like this. The bottom line is how we got this way in Ontario and wound up looking for alternatives that elected Doug Ford and made him uh, the premier of the province with a, a group of people who are dedicated to in improving the efficiencies of how we deliver services to the people of Ontario and how we spend our money and get us out of debt, ultimately. Um, th- that's what this is about. And it, it is for Toronto councillors, like my friend Holiday, who I think is up to the job, and Joe Cressy, who has been called the drama queen by other people than I, for obvious reasons, listening to that clip. It's nonsensical. Toronto's job, if it wants to have a robust public health presence, is to run a public health presence. If it has some uh, some aid coming from Ontario, isn't that nice? But meanwhile, um, it's Toronto's job. So if Toronto needs to rejig its budget or Toronto needs to levy uh, a different level of taxes to generate the amount of income required to run this thing, then that's what they have to do. It is not Doug Ford's responsibility, and it is not on the people of Ottawa or London to pay for the services delivered in the city of Toronto, and vice versa. All right, and before I get to Tom, because I know he's champing at the bit here, but uh, Stephen did bring up the retroactive nature of this going back to April 1 when budgets are already set, and now they get blindsided by that. Shouldn't that be a legitimate concern? I think you could you could probably talk that out with the province. It's a legitimate concern when you say, uh, by the way, you have to pay for whatever went down before. I agree with that. But uh, ultimately, you've got to make the adjustments. And with an $11 billion budget, the City of Toronto is well positioned to do so. Well, right. to, on that point, though, on $11 billion, to give you an idea of how fine the knife edge is, $25 million is about a 1% tax increase. So I think this is a serious fiscal matter, and I certainly hope people are talking about it uh, because it's not something that can just be absorbed easily into the budget. Fair point. I take that it is a partial percentage of the overall budget, but there is a misconception that we're as nimble as people make us out to be. I just I just want to make the one But aren't there comment. areas where you can actually find efficiencies? I guess that is the Amber Alert now coming it's working. through. It is uh, on... Seems like it's your device only. Is it yours too, Parkin? Yeah, I got it. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, it's everybody's is working. Uh, very good. It's almost like, wow, uh, so the province is doing something, right? Uh, there you go. As a, a matter of course, we'll keep you posted. nobody complains about being job. woken up. No. It, it is our job to work through it. But, you know, part of the, the thing that I've observed on this is I just wonder if there's a bigger strategy. You know, the wise general sets fires in the fields of his enemy to have all the troops running all, all around dealing with all these issues. There is a lot of conflict going on right now, and I wonder if it's a way to divide all of the forces of the left to, to uh, fight on their cause du jour and uh, open up a hole for the province to make a big change. Let's get to Tom. You've been waiting patiently. I mean, people going to die. You believe it? Yeah. That's what the medical officer of health repeated, uh, Cressy's comments. Uh, she said uh, that, uh, I'll give you the quote, uh, you know, the, amongst the other programs are the safe injection sites, and we're... You know, we have this fentanyl, fentanyl, heroin problem that's going on, not turning around. There's too few resources to it. Um, you know, I, I can tell you, John, personally, uh, I was told by a friend of mine, I was shocked last weekend when a friend of mine told me, an old friend of mine who lives in Winnipeg, his daughter died of an overdose. So, you know, uh, this is not a joke. Uh, yes, people, when you don't uh, provide opportunities for them to uh, come to a clinic, um, they go on the street and they use, they die. And that's a, the, the quote from, from Dr. Davila, 
says, you know, she she I think she 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 put it pretty clearly. She said uh, she's extremely disappointing. It's going to have significant negative uh, impacts. And she said, without a doubt, people are going to die. Listen, this whole thing is not because we have a deficit left over from the previous government, as much as that is true. This is being driven by the fact that Mr. Ford has to give a tax cut to corporations, polluters, and wealthy people. That is why this whole thing is gross. And that is why, as well, I am disappointed. I was, I was a little thankful, frankly, for Mayor Tory. I've been disappointed by his uh, weak responses to I much of I want to know this. where you got that fact, Tom. How, why do you just make that statement that because it's, it's about tax refunds? Because, because it, it, it's not about tax refunds, it's about tax cuts. It's okay, about, tax it's cuts. A, okay, don't... Look, listen, I'm asking if, you to qualify your statement, if, if that's you, all. If you'll stop interrupting, I'll explain. But as Good. you know, it's true. There was, first of all, a tax cut for polluters. Then there was a tax cut for corporations and the capital uh, a capital accumulation allowance. And there's talk of, of a... There is it in the province for an income tax cut for the highest income. So this is the agenda. There is lowering of revenue. You know, when you're stuck and you can't make your own household budget, you don't voluntarily cut your salary. That's just dumb. So, you know, when... when but they've increased health spending, they say. They increased health spending, I think, John, I think the number was 1.9 and total education 1.2%. But we've got inflation of 2% and population growth over top. So in real world money, mm. that means a cut. So our schools are taking a cut. Our hospitals are taking a cut. Our um, operation of, of health is taking a cut. There was already a billion dollars of cuts to uh, social services, to the, some of the weakest people in our society, many of who cannot work. Uh, and, um, you know, I think this is just a very bad government. And I think you folks on city council, like I realize that you're a conservative, and I, and I get that. And I get that that can be, feel conflicting. But your first duty is to the city. And, and thankfully, I saw Mayor Tory. I ain't going to appreciate him. I don't often. But he said that this was wrong. And I say good for him. He took Coke Cressy's side. And I think all of the councillors should stand up and fight this kind of stuff because the more we cave in, the more it's going to come. If people stand up early, teachers stand up early, parents stand up early, let me ask stand you, up let me early, ask you. Okay, city council stand up early, we'll stop this agenda. To the point made by Mr. Sherman, uh, why should the rest of the province then have to uh, subsidize these kinds of things all, for all, Toronto? All, all of the medical officers of health, there's, uh, I don't know, 20 or 30 of them across the province. There's in Ottawa, you know, Thunder Bay. There's oh, a bunch of regions. They've actually amalgamated the regions with absolutely no plan. Uh, so the argument to say that people in London are playing for Toronto's medical officer of health is not true. There's medical officers of health for every okay, region of this the mayor province. Did comes say out of, his comes perception is that this is an attack on Toronto specifically. Do you guys see it that way? Yeah, the percentages of the money taken from Toronto is higher than the other Correct. the other places. Yes. Look, I I don't agree with the money being ripped out of our hands mid year. This, this is not a, um, a a a a doable scenario. We are in a problem situation right now because of this. Regardless of my personal feelings on some of the programs, council has made decisions to fund them. They are what they are. And I don't know how we're going to pay for them at this juncture. This needs to be sorted out. This is really a downloading of services to the city. It's pushing all the chips onto us for us now to sort out when the costs have been previously shared. So this is a serious matter from a fiscal perspective, and it's got everyone's attention. 
Sherman, you wanted to add quickly? I just wanted to, I, I listened to the speech uh, and the grandstanding of my friend Parkin, who I respect, understand, he has a view, I have a view. But I hear this over and over again. You know, we only put this up by one point some percent, 1.9 percent, one doesn't even uh, cover inflation, but they never mention the other half of the equation, which is the Ford government simultaneously is changing the way we deliver all of these services and introducing efficiencies. Health, the perfect example, goodbye Lynn. Goodbye CCACs, Hello Community Health, centralization in each regional uh, area, which is the proper way to deliver health as far as I'm concerned. So you, you've got to mention one and at the same time mention the other. And if you do it right, you wind up with better services for less money. And that's what we're trying to affect. Let me come back. I'll uh, touch on that as far as expenses for education. Seems like the government's going to surprise some folks with an announcement tomorrow. But I'll give you a preview in a moment when we continue with our panel and more topics worthy of discussion. Peter Sherman. Stephen Holiday, Tom Parkin on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.